0: Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I will bring you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet.
1: Welcome to episode 17 of the Mental Dietitian. And today, I wanted to talk to you about the idea of the mirror. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. There's many different contexts that I'm going to talk about. And just to be aware of this mirror concept, you can use it in everything in your life. For example, you could use it when you're having a conversation with somebody to build rapport. It's called mirroring. Mirroring is when you're standing there talking to somebody And they cross their arms and you cross your arms. They start in a certain tone of voice like this. So you're like, oh, really? Tell me more about that, Robert. You're now mirroring the tone of voice. It's something that is used by most very successful people in the world. And it's something that we do unconsciously when we're trying to build rapport with people. And there's another concept of that a lot of people in your life are mirrors for you, especially for things that bother you about yourself. You'll notice that in other people. Another way of looking at it with a mirror is if you're insecure about something, you'll notice it in other people. For example, when I was losing my hair in my early twenties, I would notice other people losing their hair and I still see it now. I used to be very insecurity about my calves. A lot of men are probably just like, yes, yes, The internet has made us very insecure about our little calves. And then I would notice other people's calves. I'd notice if they had really big calves or really little calves. And um, I wanted to share this poem with you. And it's a poem that I heard by a wonderful speaker many, many years ago. He passed away, I think last year, but his name was Dave Severin. This guy was a cool dude. Um, but I heard him do a talk once and he, he quoted this poem. This is the poem. It's a good one. It doesn't say who it's written by, but here we go. When you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king for a day, then go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. For it isn't a man's father, mother, or wife, whose judgment upon him must pass the fellow whose verdict counts most in life is the man staring back from the glass he's the fellow to please never mind all the rest for he's with you clear to the end and you've passed your most dangerous test and your most difficult test if the man in the glass is your friend you can fool the whole world down the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass But the final reward will be the heartache and tears if you've cheated the man in the glass. I love that poem. Ever since I heard that poem, I was like, damn. This goes to show you can cheat, steal, lie, but eventually you have to face the mirror. And I'm looking at one right now. When I record this podcast, I'm looking at me in a mirror. I mean, It's an inverted one because of the camera, but it's still, I'm looking at myself looking at my face. I'm looking at my skin. I'm looking at how I'm getting older compared to I'm, I'm in the last few months of my twenties. I'll turn 30 in August. And it's just, it's interesting. It's like, are, are you happy with the person in the mirror? Are you happy with all the mirrors that life shows you? Whether or not it's, it's the, the reflection physically of yourself, or whether or not it's the reflection in society of yourself. What I mean by that is, how do I how do I put this this thought that I've been having lately? And it happened actually when I injured myself recently in jujitsu. I got put in a kimura. If somebody doesn't know what a kimura is, it's basically when your arm is put at a ninety degree angle and it's bent the other way. You basically bend the arm, the hand behind the back. And I had, I was put in this position and with higher belts, I get put in this position quite often with my right arm, I noticed, and I can usually escape from it. I'm very good at my, de- my defense is very, very good. I like going with higher belts because they just absolutely smash me, but a lot of them have a hard time submitting me because I have very good defense. I get completely dominated, but I have good defense. Anyway, I don't want to digress too much, I'll so put in this position and my arm started. I was one of the defences is trying to straighten your arm, but this guy had such a good grip on it that I actually tore something in my forearm, and there was like, like a tearing sound in my forearm. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Initially, I thought I broke my arm, and I started thinking on the way home. I'm like, "What? What does this teach you about yourself?" That's why I love martial arts, especially Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you keep getting put in the same thing over and over and over again is it all the different partners that you go with or is it something to do with you back to the mirror concept? If something keeps happening to you in your life, for example, you keep having the same relationship with, with different people. I've met dudes and I've met girls that are like all my ex, all my ex boyfriends, all my ex girlfriends are all fucking nuts. Really? what is the mirror of life showing you here the mirror of life is showing you that the only common factor the only common denominator in all of these relationships is you it's you that's what the mirror of life is showing us that a lot of us the mirror of life comes up in our face and we kind of shy away from we don't want to look at it or we project onto it what we think is actually happening no no The mirror of life, the mirror of other people, the mirror of relationships. If you're fat, if you're overweight, it will show you and life will keep repeating lessons until we learn from them. I heard this quote once and said, we'll either learn by two by four or by metaphor, but you're going to learn. You can either learn on a podcast like this, from a book, from going to some kind of talk, whatever it is, or you're going to learn with a two by four, where you're going to get smacked in the head over and over and over again. Not literally, hopefully not, but you got life is just going to keep punching you in the face. It's just like, why won't you learn what I'm trying to show you? I've been thinking about this a lot lately, this, this mirroring. And I was thinking about why people stay in certain situations like why do people stay in for example a job that they're not happy with and why do they stay in a relationship they might not be happy with or in a friendship they might not be happy with is it completely the other person for example if it's a relationship it's like oh well i've met people like this and they're like oh my ex was very toxic very toxic and they were they they cheated on me and i was like oh that sucks but then what part of you allowed them to treat you like that? Yes, they might, they, there's two people, right? That, that person might've been a, an asshole, but what part of you allowed them to treat you like that? What part, what mirror, what is the mirror showing you here? I've met people It's just like, oh, I just hate my job. And it makes me miserable. My boss makes me miserable it's just like well what part of you thinks that you deserve that because we whatever situation we live in it's, it's it's something that we tolerate it's 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 tied into how your body looks as in okay if i don't like the way that i look if i want to lose some weight around my midsection or something then the mirror will just keeps showing me the same thing unless i change or if you look at your bank account and you're like I don't like my bank account balance. Well, the mirror of life will just keep showing you the same bank account balance over and over for years and years and years until you're like, hey, maybe it's something to do with me. You'll keep having the same relationships over and over and over again with different people. You'll keep eating the same things, going to the same places, doing the same things. And I, I'm in there too. Like, why am I not a millionaire? Because there's a part of me that doesn't believe that I'm worth it. Why am I not shredded? Like, I am pretty. I look pretty good. I'm very happy with how I look. And there's another side of things. Like, why well, are you happy with the situation? You know, it's like, well, I could be more lean. I could have six-pack abs, but I don't really need to have them. It's like, good, good. Good for you. But if something is causing you suffering in this life that we're living and the mirror of life is keep showing you this thing that you might not see yet. And it's okay if you don't see it because it's part of your story. But this, this episode in particular is like, I hope one person listens to this and they think about something in their life that causes them suffering and realizes that the only thing that they can really do to change it is really look at themselves. And I've always, I've always thought about this. It's just like, it's, it's very complex. It's not an easy, an easy kind of way out. Like, for example, people like people who are victims of domestic violence. I've always thought about that. I'm like a very immature point. And I was like, why don't they just leave? Well, there's so much more to it than that. Like, if you're scared for your life, for example, and you think about leaving, like this person might kill me. But then we still have to look at ourselves. And I've had conversations with the victims of domestic abuse about this. And I'm like, there, there, there was a part, and they, they usually get to this point through therapy or through something. There was a part of themselves that thought that they deserved that. Or the other person, made them think about themselves that they deserve that. And yes, it's, it's really toxic and it's really horrible, but we have to take ownership for our role in things. I had a really amazing guest on this podcast. I think it was episode number four. No, it was episode three. It was with Mitchell Vickridge. And he said on the podcast, he helps treat people with trauma or, or ongoing health issues. And the first question he actually asked them is, how is your disease or your condition benefiting you? And he was, I'll I'll quote him. He was like, I was the Crohn's guy. This is what he was saying. He he had Crohn's and he cured himself from Crohn's. He said, well, how did having Crohn's benefit me? Well, when I was around my family and my friends, I would get sympathy. Hey, Mitch, are you okay? How are you doing? And you see it everywhere, like people have cancer or something or they have, they were, they were a victim of domestic violence. And one, I would challenge one to ask oneself, well, what is the benefit for you of these situations? What are you getting out of it? And even when I say that, I'm like, that could trigger you. Good, sit with it. Sit with why it fucking pisses you off so much if I say that. Because I've had that. With, I had this thing with my left knee for years. I hurt my left knee when I was 13. And I couldn't run. I had a lot of shame around my left knee. And I was always thinking about, that's my bad leg. That's my bad knee. And my identity, I started being like, oh, I can't do that because of my knee. And people are like, oh, man, like what happened to your knee? And then you tell the story. Like, oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. I'm getting sympathy from it. There's something that I'm getting from it. And what I've realized lately is that my knee actually doesn't really stop me from anything anymore. I can do everything. It's my mind and the story and the structure that I've created around this knee, for example, that is what's holding me back. My knee doesn't swell up anymore. I can do jujitsu seven days a week and my knee's fine. Unless somebody's obviously cranked my knee and did something weird to it, my knee's fine. I have a beautiful left knee. My knee is good. And when I say that, there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's your bad knee. Again, it's the mirror of life. I get to see the mirror of life. I'm like, I listen to these people that I do talks with. I, I, I read these books and I'm like, how does this relate to me? How, how can I look at myself and really be honest with myself? And I think this really all comes down to being vulnerable with, enough with yourself to be like, hey, like, I keep living the same day and the same week and the same month over and over and over again. What am I not seeing? Do I need to go stand in the mirror like literally you'd sometimes go stand in the mirror. I've done this before and had conversations with myself and looked at myself in the eyes. death like death stared myself in the eyes. It's a very interesting practice, very, very interesting and yeah, I think it's it's an amazing thing that somebody can do so I just wanted to kind of share that thought with you all and just bring that to the light, bring that to the surface and just. Share a story about myself and story about other people, and just kind of weave all these different things together. I didn't really know how I was going to weave this kind of thoughts together, but I think I feel complete in what I'm trying to say is that there's mirrors everywhere in your life, both literal, metaphorical, figuratively, all the different ways and contexts that there's mirrors in your life, whether or not it's with other people physical mirrors whatever I'm not going to be a dead horse but you get what i'm saying try to see them and ask them what are you trying to teach me love you guys hope you uh, enjoyed this one and we'll talk to you soon
0: thank you so much for listening to another episode of the mental dietitian podcast if you found any value at all please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street just anybody at all if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also lead a review it helps grow the show, it helps the algorithms and I also do love connecting with my listeners so please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram and my Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter and that's spelled A-H-R-E-N L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R Thank you so much once again.